Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we think about these things. We pray that we would be walking with you. That's an amazing concept. It is what we desire. We pray that you would help us in that endeavor. Amen. Genesis 5 This is the record of the generations of Adam. When God created Adam, he made him in the likeness of God. Male and female he created them, and he blessed them, and he called their name humankind when they were created. And when Adam had lived 130 years, he fathered a child in his likeness, according to his image, and he called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he fathered Seth were eight hundred years, and he fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Adam, which he lived, were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. When Seth had lived one hundred and five years, he fathered Enosh. And after Seth had fathered Enosh, he lived eight hundred and seven years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. When Enosh had lived ninety years, he fathered Canaan. And after Enosh fathered Canaan, he lived eight hundred and fifteen years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Enosh were nine hundred and five years, and he died. When Kenan had lived seventy years, he fathered Mahalalel. And after Kenan had fathered Mahalalel, he lived eight hundred and forty years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Kenan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. When Mahalalel had lived sixty-five years, he fathered Jared. And after Mahalalel had fathered Jared, he lived eight hundred and thirty years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalel were eight hundred and ninety-five years, and he died. When Jared had lived one hundred and sixty-two years, he fathered Enoch. And after Jared had fathered Enoch, he lived eight hundred years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were nine hundred and sixty-two years, and he died. When Enoch had lived sixty-five years, he fathered Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah three hundred years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty-five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was no more, for God took him. When Methuselah had lived one hundred and eighty-seven years, he fathered Lamech. And after Methuselah had fathered Lamech, he lived seven hundred and eighty-two years, and fathered sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred and sixty-nine years, and he died. When Lamech had lived one hundred and eighty-two years, he fathered a son. And he called his name Noah, saying, This one shall relieve us from our work, and from the hard labor of our hands, from the ground which Yahweh has cursed. And after Lamech had fathered Noah, he lived five hundred and ninety-five years and he fathered sons and daughters. All the days of Lamech were seven hundred and seventy-seven years, and he died. When Noah was five hundred years old, 
Noah fathered Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 2, verse 4, it says, These are the generations of heaven and earth when they were created in the day that Yahweh God made earth and heaven. That was the first division of the book as Moses divided things. And it started out so good, but things went very bad when they sinned, and we followed Cain's line and saw that it wasn't getting better. But then, there is this hope when Seth is born, and his son Enosh, and people begin to call on the name of Yahweh. Chapter 5 starts, This is the record of the generations of Adam. So we are starting another one of the sections as Moses designated them. And each time Moses starts a section, he generally rewinds a little bit. So we've already had Adam and Seth and Enosh, but this section starts with Adam. However, it gives us some different details. This chapter is the first genealogy in the Bible, also known as the first boring section. Well, to us, an ancient genealogy can seem boring. Although this ought to be the most interesting of all the genealogies to us, because this is actually your genealogy. And most people are more interested in their own genealogy than someone else's. But actually, in the Bible, the point of genealogy is to get us to the fulfillment of the promise about wounding the serpent's head. The genealogy follows a pattern of giving an age until a particular son is born, then giving the rest of the years after the son was born, mentioning other sons and daughters, giving the sum total of years of the person's life, and then saying that they died. We get a few extra details at the start, that God made Adam in the image or likeness of God, and then Adam has Seth in his likeness. Then we get into the pattern, and aside from the long lifespans, it doesn't seem very interesting until we get to the seventh generation of Enoch, when it adds that he walked with God. But Enoch, not only did he walk with God, but his lifespan is much shorter than the others, and it doesn't say that he died. It says in verse 24, And Enoch walked with God, and he was no more, for God took him. Enoch is mentioned a few times in the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 11 says that Enoch had faith, and that is why he didn't die. Jude says that Enoch prophesied about the wicked people of his day. Enoch's son Methuselah is interesting for the fact that he had the longest life in this list, although there were most likely people outside of this genealogy who actually lived longer. And then the tenth generation is interesting, Noah. Lamech said something special about Noah, verse 29, and he called his name Noah, saying, this one shall relieve us from our work and from the hard labor of our hands from the ground which Yahweh has cursed. And then we get three sons of Noah. I'm not sure that they were triplets, but they are all important to our story. And now for a deeper dive. We might at first think that this genealogy is telling the firstborn son of each man, but there's only one where we can be sure about and that isn't his firstborn. Adam's son Seth was not his firstborn. So, I highly doubt that every one of the others was the firstborn. In fact, it is much more likely that none of the others were the firstborn than that all of them were. 
The point is not the beginning of the line, but the end. We're trying to get to Noah. And I'm not sure that all of these were following God. We knew Enoch was, and Noah, and Lamech did prophesy about Noah, so it seems he was following God. But what does it mean to walk with God? In the next chapter, we will read that Noah also walked with God. Verse 9 of chapter 6. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man without defect in his generations. Noah walked with God. So being righteous seems connected. Righteous means that what we do is the right thing for the right reason. If you are walking with someone, you are intentionally matching their pace. In fact, typically when we see two people walking together, you see their feet hitting the ground at the same time on each step. Enoch and Noah were matching their steps to God's. Walking with someone indicates a shared goal, getting to the same place, and often includes talking together. We could use the word fellowship. God isn't going to change his ways to match our ways. God isn't going to sin in order to walk with us. So we are going to need to be walking God's way if we are going to be walking with God. That is the right desires and the right actions. And then we see as a blessing to Enoch, God took him off the earth early. That may be shocking. People do so much to stay young and live as long as possible. But it was a blessing to leave early and get away from the wicked world. And if you are walking with God, it is a blessing to go to be with God sooner rather than later. But we do have fellowship with him right here, right now. And that makes this life better. So, can we say we are walking with God? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.